You're listening to episode 37 of the Purpose Gathering Podcast. In today's episode, I want to talk to you about the very important topic of self-care. Now, self-care is a huge buzzword these days, and rightfully so. It's definitely important. However, a lot of mamas struggle in this department, and there are a lot of misconceptions floating around. Today, I want to break down three myths about self-care and some mindset shifts we need to make. Next week, I'll be diving deeper into what self-care actually looks like and the steps we can take to make it a reality. Are you ready? Let's jump right in. Hey mama, welcome back to the Purpose Gathering Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Freehan, and I'm here for all you mompreneurs out there feeling torn between raising a thriving family and building a business you love. I'm a photographer, community founder, podcaster, wife, and mama saved by grace, so I can totally relate to you multi-passionate mamas. Join me every week where I share with you the strategies and mindset shifts that you need to maximize your productivity and find peace in motherhood and business. That way you can have time for the things that really matter, like binging your favorite show and cookie dough. But seriously, are you ready to transform your life from feeling frazzled to focused and be equipped with the tools you need to juggle all the things? If so, you're in the right place. Hey mamas, welcome back to the show. I am so excited to be here with you today, as always. Well, last week, I want to remind you, I tackled the number one question that I get from mamas, which is how to maximize productivity with minimal time. If you haven't had a chance to listen yet, definitely go check that episode out right after this. But here's something that I know about mamas. We all struggle with having enough time. We struggle with juggling the to-do list and always feeling overwhelmed and behind. So I decided that I wanted to help you guys out more so than just a podcast episode, right? And if I know another thing about mamas, I know that it takes time when we're learning something new, right? It takes hand-holding, a little bit of guidance, and definitely holding space. So I decided to put together a free masterclass that will walk you through what it looks like to time block in real time. So I want you guys to come alongside me and I'm going to show you the steps that it takes to create a master task list and establish time blocks. Now, everybody is in a different season and they have different priorities in their life. So your time blocks are going to look different than my time blocks, but I want to help you establish what those even look like. And then I'm going to help you assign those tasks, learn how to protect your time blocks, and then I'm going to teach you strategies that help you actually stick to the schedule you create. Another thing I know about mamas is that distractions are inevitable. So I'm going to help you eliminate them. I'm going to help you handle them. And I'm going to show you how you can get more done in less time. And then at the end of this masterclass, I'm going to have a question and answer session. That way you can get real-time feedback on your specific questions. So if you are interested in reserving your free spot for this training, 
head to thepurposegathering.com slash productivity. There will be two live options for you to join. And if you're not able to tune in live, there will be a replay available for seven days. So you can go head on over to that website and choose the time that works best for you. Or again, just choose any time and the replay will be sent to you available for seven days. Now, at the end of this training, I'm going to be giving you the opportunity to become a founding member of my new mastermind community. I am so excited for this, Mama. Now, you might be wondering, what the heck is a mastermind community? So this is a term that I created to combine expert education and mentor-led accountability groups with ongoing support inside of a large community. It's going to allow for members to brainstorm with each other and grow on a deeper level. It's not a traditional mastermind that has a start and end date. This community will literally provide you with continuous support to help you in real time. This community is designed to support and educate overwhelmed mompreneurs who run a service-based business and will provide support to help these mamas manage their time increase productivity, and find joy in both motherhood and business. Okay, now that we have those announcements out of the way, let's jump into today's episode. I want to address the second most commonly asked question that I get, which is, why am I so overwhelmed? And my response to this question is always going to be, How are you doing with self-care? Now, this is such an important question. If we don't regularly assess how we're doing in this department, we can easily become stressed out and irritable. So today I want to unpackage three myths surrounding self-care. Myth number one, self-care is about indulging. So you'll recognize from the title that I said it's not about the bubble bath, right? And I think that by now, you've probably heard this term, that bubble baths, massages, nails, getting your hair done, all of that stuff, it's not truly self-care. And let me unpackage that a little bit and let me tell you why, because I know a lot of moms will argue with me and they will say, that is my only source of self-care, like... When I get out of the house, that's the only time I have to myself. And I want to kind of break this down a little bit for you guys, because bubble baths and indulging and those kinds of fun things, they're not bad, but they are not sustaining what you need long term. Another thing that I often feel guilty of, and I know that other mamas do too, is when we think about self-care, we think about things like scrolling Instagram or binging our favorite TV show. And again, while these things are not necessarily a bad thing, it's not really taking care of ourself. What about these ones? Drinking a glass of wine, indulging in some sweets, chocolate, brownies, candy, cupcakes, I mean, whatever is your poison. Or what about that cup of coffee that you just have to have in the morning? Have you guys ever thought about this as being self-care before? Yep, totally guilty over here. So again, none of these things are bad. What I'm trying to say is that 
All of these things are typically masking a deeper problem that we're having. And we are just hoping that these things will fix it or that these things will make us feel better. And that's where I want the first shift to happen. So mindset shift number one is indulging provides temporary fun, but not long lasting sustainability. So have you guys ever come back from getting your nails done? You come back from getting your hair done. You hop out of the bath and you were hoping that it was going to help calm you down. You were hoping that the time away was going to be exactly what you needed. And then you walk into your house or walk into the room and your kids are screaming and you're instantly back in that same irritable state that you were when you left. This could be that there's a deeper issue that you need to work through that a bubble bath or a massage or a cup of coffee is just not going to cut it. Okay, let's talk about myth number two, which is, I understand the importance of self-care, but it's unrealistic for me. Okay, maybe you are in this camp right now. Maybe you are under the assumption that self-care is great, but you just don't have the time or it's just super unrealistic in the season of life that you're in. Maybe you are feeling super overwhelmed because you feel like you are in charge of everything. Okay, if that's you right now, you are going to want to listen up. I actually got a question from a mama in the community And she feels this exact way, like she is in charge of everything. And I want to read to you the question that she asked me and address it so that you guys can make mindset shift number two, which I'll get to in a second. Let me read her question. It says, I would love some help getting out of the mindset of feeling like I'm doing everything. I'm taking care of the kids, I'm cleaning, I'm doing the laundry, I'm cooking, I'm working in my business, I do all of the grocery shopping, and I even sometimes have to do the yard work. All right, girlfriend, I totally can relate to this, as I am sure every mama listening can. It is so hard for us to feel like we are not doing everything, am I right? Because especially when our children are younger, they need us so much. And for whatever reason, kids always feel like they need to ask mom for help, even when dad is in the same room. Can anyone relate to that? But I just feel like as women, we have such a higher capacity to handle things than men do. And maybe that is, you know, a generalization that I'm making. But from all of the mamas and married couples that I talk to, this is generally true, right? We have a capacity to do a lot. We have a capacity to handle a lot. And so it's just natural that we take over in a lot of areas, right? Here's another thing that I know is that a lot of mamas like things done a certain way. And even if our spouse steps in to help, it's not typically done the way we want it to. And so when we start to micromanage them and when we start to show like we are displeased with what they've done, they start to pull back and they don't want to help as much. 
right? And they might not verbalize that, but I have seen that true in my own marriage. And it is something that I feel like kind of lends itself to the martyr mom mentality that I've talked about on the podcast before. I had Krista Moreland on the podcast. We talked about it during that episode, which was the plan, prep, and protect your nutrition. If you haven't heard that episode, definitely check it out. But it's that martyr mom mentality where we feel like poor me, we feel like everything is happening to me, nothing is happening for me. And we can kind of really easily get wrapped up in that. And I think it's kind of like a day by day thing that just compounds, right? So if we had an interaction with our spouse and they didn't help us in the way that we expected them to, maybe we even asked them for help and they just didn't do it. And we ended up doing it for them. And now we're extra bitter. And then, you know, a couple days down the road, it happens again and it happens again and it happens again. And now we are bitter to the extreme right? Because we are handling everything. We are doing all of it. If that's you right now, this is what I need you to do. I need you to start asking for help. And if you're asking your spouse for help and they're not actually helping, this might be an opportunity for you to welcome outside help. Okay, it could be help with the kids. It could be house cleaning. It could be grocery delivery. I mean, it could be super simple. I have a podcast episode all about what to outsource in your home so that you can get more time back. But here's what I want you guys to really understand is that if we feel like we are doing everything, we probably are, to be honest, and we need to ask for help. And if our spouse is not willing to take on some of our load, then hire it out. And talk to your spouse first, because that could be, you know, tension if you hire without asking, but talk to them and just say, hey, I am really struggling right now. I feel like I am handling everything. And here are some of the areas in which I think that you can help take some of this stress off my plate. Do you feel like you can help with this? And if they say yes and they don't do it, then you need to readdress. But if they say yes and they do do it, that's great. Maybe they say, no, I can't do this. This is too much. Then you can tell them, okay, so here's what I propose. And if they're not willing, then I think it's just going to be persistence on your part of saying this is what I need. This is the support I need. And if I can't get it from you, then I'm going to need to hire it out. And I know it's a tough conversation, but it's one that I think so many mamas need to have and trying to figure out where it is that you can delegate. I also want you guys to think about time. Everyone has the same amount of time, right? And you hear this all the time. But I hope that today, this maybe like hits you in a deeper way. We all have the same amount of time. And so it's how you're actually managing your time. And like I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, 
that Productivity with Purpose Masterclass all about time blocking and time management, this is going to be a huge game changer for you because it helps set up your time blocks in the sense of here's what I need to take care of personally, here's what I need to take care of in my business. Once you create that master task list, you establish those time blocks and you start to assign the tasks, you're going to see that you don't have time not to prioritize your self-care, okay? And mindset shift number two that I need you to make is I am in control of my self-care. If I don't advocate for it, no one else will. I hope that hit you. Was that a little bit of a throat punch or what? But mamas, I have been where you are. I remember crying in the closet asking, who is going to take care of me? And one day it hit me, um, no one. Honestly, no one. Everyone else has their own stuff that they're dealing with. It is not fair to my spouse for me to expect him to take care of me. It's not. And it's not fair to your spouse to expect that from them either. We have to be in control of our self-care. If we don't have the time for self-care, we need to make the time. And I know that this episode really is just about dropping the myths and shifting our mindset. And next week, I'm really going to unpackage what does it look like to take care of yourself? What are those long-lasting, sustainable strategies that we can take to take care of ourselves? But I need you to stay with me for this last myth, because this one, this one could be the one that you're believing. You could believe all three, but this one I feel like is a really tricky one. Okay, myth number three, self-care is selfish and expensive. Okay, so self-care is going to cost me money. I want you guys to hear the definition of what it means to be selfish Selfish is lacking consideration for others and concerned chiefly with one's own personal profit or pleasure. Okay, so I want that to sink in for a minute. The definition of selfish is lacking consideration for others. Okay, so I want you to think about this right now. If you are literally going to take care of yourself Does that mean that you lack consideration for others? No. Does that mean that you care only about your personal profit or pleasure? No. That means that you are going to care enough about the depth in which you give of yourself, the level in which you love. I know you've heard this analogy all the time, but the reason why on the airplane, they tell the adult to put their mask on first is because if the adult passes out from lack of oxygen, who's going to help the kids? That's why you take care of yourself first so that you have enough energy and patience and resources to pour into your loved ones, to pour into your clients, to pour into your business. We cannot pour from an empty cup. And I don't know why we keep trying. It doesn't work. So maybe you feel guilty spending time on yourself. Maybe 
maybe you don't even agree with this myth. Maybe you're like, no, self-care, it's not selfish. It's really important. But maybe you still feel guilty. Like you still feel it's too expensive, too much time, too much money. I want you to ask yourself, why? Is this guilt that you're imposing on yourself? Is this guilt that you're feeling because your spouse isn't supportive? Maybe it's time to create a family rule. Maybe you talk to your spouse and you each get one night out of the house per week. Maybe it looks like hiring a babysitter so that you can get that time alone that you need. Maybe it's trading babysitting with a friend because sometimes the best self-care happens at home. It happens in the quiet. Maybe you struggle with feeling like you don't have enough money to go out with your friends, or maybe there's a hobby that you're really interested in and you really want to try it, but it's just too expensive. I want you to think about these things as an investment. I feel like so often we invest in our children, we invest in our business, we don't invest in ourselves. We don't invest in our personal growth. We don't invest in our personal pleasure because everything else we feel like is so expensive. So I just want to leave you with that thought today and mindset shift number three, which is self-care is not optional. It's a necessity. So let's recap the three myths and the three mindset shifts. Myth number one, self-care is about indulging. Mindset shift number one, indulging provides temporary fun, but not long-lasting sustainability. Myth number two, I understand the importance of self-care, but it's unrealistic for me. Mindset shift number two, I'm in control of my self-care. If I don't advocate for it, no one else will. Myth number three, Self-care is selfish and expensive. And the final mindset shift here is self-care is not optional. It's a necessity. So I hope that you have found today's episode helpful. Remember, the very first step in making a shift and making a change is to admit where you might be off track, to admit that your self-care might be lacking. And next week, I'm going to follow up with what it looks like to make self-care a priority and how to make it your reality. I would love for you to screenshot this episode and share it out on Instagram stories. Tag me at The Purpose Gathering so that more mamas can find this freedom and this peace knowing that their self-care is worth fighting for. As always, Mama, I'm here rooting for you, and you are not alone on this journey. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Purpose Gathering Podcast. As we end our time together, remember that you were created for more. You were created to thrive with purpose and not just survive. So go out there and live your life with confidence and courage. For more resources and to become a part of our amazing online community, and connect with like-minded mompreneurs, head to thepurposegathering.com slash resources. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would love for you to subscribe to the show and leave me a review on iTunes. 
and let other mompreneurs know why you love the show. Each review is so valuable to me and helps more mamas like you find the show. I'm so proud of you for listening and investing in your future. Together, let's link arms and make a lasting positive impact on our families and communities. You've got this, girl, and I can't wait until next time.